The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin McElroy. This is a genuine mabim-bam prank. This is a genuine mabim-bam prank that you're listening Welcome to. Welcome to a mabim-bam prank. It's our a, brother, Travis. It's not a fake prank. It's a genuine prank, and we're pranking genuine. I wish. We're pranking our brother, Travis, because he left the show to go get pizza. So, what's the prank? I mean, it's not much of a prank. Ha <laughs> ha, Travis is back. Travis, we got you. We already started the show without you. That was a mabim-bam prank. First of its kind. But I was, you're gonna, get, but I was you're eating gonna, pizza. The amount of show that you miss will be reflected in your monthly Mabim Bam paycheck. You're oh, going to be docked for those minutes. You could have told several jokes in there. Travis. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, though. Now that the prank is over, let's go behind the scenes. Travis didn't actually leave to go get pizza. We, um, that was just like a staging, very elaborate staging that we did. Because we wanted to introduce some new heat into the show. And Justin thought that this would be a good idea. I think it's a bad well, idea. To be fair, I didn't think it was a good idea. The producers thought it would be a good idea. The, I, I kind of went along with them. And they were just getting that feedback from, from all the focus groups and stuff that we did. Who were like, well, there needs to be more pranks on the show. Travis, confirm or deny, are you going to be eating pizza while we record our, our Smash Hit comedy podcast? Is that, the level, is that the level of respect to our readership? For the written version of My Brother, My Brother and Me that we release. <laughs> the wildly unpopular written version of My Brother That we release on the deep webs. I am, I am just worried that if I wait till we're done recording, that's an hour of cool off time for the pizza. And I think the people at hey, home will understand um, that. Well, I got a, I got a question, Dullard. Why uh-huh. did you order pizza when you knew the, the chuckles were, the chuckle ship was well, going I to ju- port? I just got home. I, I, like, I, I mean, couldn't... but like it's not, you knew that this confluence of this pizza podcast crossover was was unavoidable you knew it you, you know what justin i gotta be honest with you it didn't sneak up on me um but i was very short-sighted um i thought that the two would not coincide as deeply as they have i didn't realize there'd be so much spillover into my professional life um so i feel like you know that i i have a lot to apologize for there's only one I, remedy I, I i'm gonna to take some up. time off to rebuild uh my relationship with my family um, <laughs> i hope you respect my privacy in this trying time um and the trying time should last about uh, uh four and a half minutes that's mm-hmm. about how long it's gonna take me to crush this za. <laughs> Travis, I need you to stand up and throw that saw in the trash. I cannot do that. Dude. No, it's I as a symbolic gesture to our readership to show that you still fucking, after 200,000 episodes, that you still fucking respect the hour. Travis, we're talking about 200,000 human hours that these people are pouring into the mm-hmm. sieve of our podcast. Yeah. And you are you are aiming that sieve into a dumpster unless you symbolically mm-hmm. stand up and throw that you're eating the pizza right now, aren't you? No, I'm throwing yeah, I'm throwing it into the, the garbage. Like my tummy. <laughs> that is also what you call your stomach though, so I don't I, think that, that counts. I hate your pizza so much I'm gonna turn it into poop. <laughs> Take that pizza. 
Welcome to Pizza Break, our new podcast where we talk about, we order a za and then you listen to us eat it for an oh, hour. It is hot and delicious too. This one is a, um, it's uh, an Asiago crust mm, and I got it with like a white fresh, crust. Fresh, from Sicily. And chicken and um, it was, well, it was supposed to have um, spinach on it and they didn't do that. From they knew the, I didn't really want it. The rolling verdant hills of Sicily. Travis had this fresh artisanal za coptered in. Our listeners have spent one thousand eight hundred and twenty six uh-huh. years listening to our did you podcast. just math that out Not an exaggeration cumulatively nearly a millennia of pleasure uh-huh nearly two millennia all leading up to this moment of pleasure when i could eat pizza in their ears is that somebody's asmr trigger oh it's gotta be god knows it's not mine though i hope it's not thin crust it's my sad trigger because it makes me very <laughs> sad all right, um, I'll take a break from pizza. I'll save it for the money zone. Perfect. Sounds good. You always find that in anyway. Yep. So listen, this is, as you've almost certainly guessed, this is a, a comedy advice podcast where we, that's Travis, by the way, he's our middle brother. We we take questions from you, the listening public, and the readers <laughs> that we apparently have, and uh, we turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. So now let us, let us away. Um, hold on, I gotta let the cat in. Sorry. Don't prank me, though, while I'm gone. This is a My Brother, My Brother, Me prank. Prank day two. Griffin is left to go put, bring his cat in. And now Travis and I are taking over the show. What are we going to do? How do these pranks work? I missed the first one. You put a whoopee cushion on his chair. Okay. But he's, but he's in Austin. Call somebody. Okay, get on Craigslist mm-hmm. for Austin. Uh-huh. Get on Austin Craigslist. If anybody in Austin is listening hey. to this show, if you're go put a whoopee cushion on right Griffin's now, chair. Put a I, got, cushion I got him in. On Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, let me just sit down in my chair. Blart. This is one of those special Paul Blart themed whoopee cushions. Let's start this podcast. Over? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the end. Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, Episode 1. In my neighborhood, outskirts of Pittsburgh, a lot of people own dogs, but must not pick up after them because there are turds everywhere. Once I even saw an owner let their dog drop a hot one and then just continue on their way. I did not know what to say, and I was scared of confronting them. Is there a good way to confront someone if I catch them in the lack of act again? That's from Dodging Doo in Pittsburgh. I once saw somebody do that. Like, they, their dog just pooped in the middle of the sidewalk, and they kept walking. Do you guys remember, like, God, like a decade ago, when every other time you left your house, you stepped in shit? Like, every, mm-hmm. like before, before we came to our senses and we're like, it, we should we, we should really be cleaning this. It should like be a law or something that we just like, you know, handle it. And back when we didn't handle it, literally fifty percent of the time, you you cross the threshold of your house. So it, your first step out of the house was in shit because it, it it was fucking it was Golgotha out there. Was that the place? Mm-hmm. I, I God knows that I'm awesome at biblical trivia. Um, We've proven this time. time you, again. You've proven that going to all those biblical trivia nights at your local pub. That's true. Um, but, or the time you insisted that Abraham was the father of Cain and Abel. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. I did my very best. Um, okay, hit, so hit. judging by Obama's recently released uh, Midnight Amendments, mm-hmm. this is definitely in violation of come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Oh, this is definitely. This is uh, anti come on. This is come off. I would but say this. I have to. I this, have to. This might be a triple threat. This might be a triple threat. I think it might. I, it might. It might be not nice. And it's super not be cool. Yeah. 
I would say it's in violation of the first two, but I got to admit, if I saw that happening and I was definitely not going to be in the path of the, the, the poo-poo, there might be a part of me that was kind of like nice. <laughs> like, that's the, I funny. only feel that way when I see like a like a big old bulldog taking a crap, and that's oh, that's really? hilarious. You see a bulldog you're taking like a that? crap, and then about uh, 20, 20 to twenty five paces behind that, you see a big Wall Street broker and a big mm-hmm. fancy suit walk, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be yummy." He's gonna get it on his wingtips. Oh yeah, shitty wingtips. Come on. But what you don't know is that he is a broker, but he invests his money um, so that he can give more to the charities he supports. And he yells at. No. He steps in shit. How could this happen to me? I'm a charitable <laughs> stockbroker man. <laughs> you're with that one percenter just stepped in ninety nine percent of that dog. <laughs> Why not 100%? Because <laughs> he avoided a microbe of it. Because he's got his wingtip, so it doesn't have toe space that normally would have crushed the rest. Here, I, okay, this is, I completely get where the question asker is coming from, because this is one of those, like, I, uh, you're, you would be hypothetically within your rights to say, like, hey, pick up your dog shit. But at the same time, it's like they, their only response to that is going to be, hey, fuck you, and keep walking. I mean, really, you can't be, like, I think that you are perfectly within your rights if it's like if it's your lawn or or maybe the lawn of a charitable organization or something. But like, <laughs> my dog only shits in the Rick Ronald McDonald House lawn. I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a, a, a highly laxative effect that that clown has on him. I I I just you can't go around being like Earth Police. Like people are going to do that, and maybe you. You know, you you yell at this person, you make them feel bad. They don't do it. They go around the corner. They'll do it somewhere else. That's how these criminals operate. Because if you really cared, read like, a Malcolm Gladwell book. That's true. If you cl- cared deeply about it, you could always just like carry some bags around with yourself and like oh, and when your you dog go. finished shitting, you just like stoop, stoop right down and pick it no, up while no. looking at them and be like, "No, I got it." And no, make no, them no, feel no real bad about it. No problem. Be- oh no! You you have the fun part with the dog where you like play fetch and run around with them, and I'll just pick up the shit for the dog that I have zero percent interest in. It's just like Gandhi said: be the change that you want to see in the world, but be like kind of shitty and passive aggressive about it exactly. while you do it. Travis, could you follow him after you clean up the first shit? Can you just follow him like bag wrapped around your hand, just waiting? I just want to be here one? in case, just in case. Just in I case. got your back. I'm your support team in this. We're gonna do this together. We'll tag we team. By- can we swing by Whole Foods? <laughs> um, I'm sympathetic to the dog owner in this situation because 100% of the time I leave the house to uh, buy groceries, just like one or two things. I always forget my bag. Uh, Austin has a plastic bag ban. I don't know if that's yeah, pop, popping LA off in LA and Huntington yet. Um, and I, I, I never have a bag and I always have to buy a new bag, but you can't buy a shit bag when you're walking your dog on the street and you forgot your shitty bag. And, like, what do you do in that situation? I'm not going to touch it with my hands because I'm a fucking human being trying to just, like, live my life in the world. Can you still get plastic garbage bags? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, for, like, yeah, for your trash can, sure. Can you just carry one of those around with you? Like, some sort of deranged Santa Claus? <laughs> can you imagine if you saw, like, a tiny little chihuahua finish shitting and the person pulled out, like, just a giant trash bag, put it over, like, their whole body to pick it up and, like, <laughs> not like, got it, and then tied it off and just carried it with you? That's a fucking funny image right there, you guys. Train another you, dog to pick up that dog's poop. <laughs> That's what if solid. you just got horrified by it and stamped on it as soon as it came out, like, like you thought it was alive. <laughs> when your dog shits on a lawn, just cordon off the lawn with police tape. 
Yeah, yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> we want both little chalk outline. <laughs> Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Please. This Yahoo was sent in by level 862 shaman, Drew Davenport. And yes, he leveled up this week because he fucking crushed it this week. Thank you, Drew Davenport. This might be an all Drew episode. Spoilers. It's by Yahoo Answers user James who asks, When a caterpillar is making a cocoon, does it know it's going to become a butterfly? Or is it just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> okay, wait. I'm confused by the question. <laughs> what am I? Do- what am I even doing right now? Is, is, do they mean is, while it's making the cocoon? Is it going? What the fuck is happening? Or do they mean like the caterpillar's going? I got nothing to do. I'm no. just gonna stay inside my weird shell thing. But see, that's the thing. It doesn't. It's never made a weird shell thing. Right? You, they just do that the one time, right? They can't switch between butterflies and caterpillars at will. They're not fucking like lycanthropes. They, they, they just do it the one time. So they're just like up in a tree. And then all of a sudden, like, they, I imagine it is somewhat similar to the first time that you discover ejaculate. And then that starts happening. And then all of a sudden you're in it and you're like, wait a minute. What am I, what am I even doing right now? What is this? It's all over me. It's all over. Why did I do this? this? It's got to be confusing as shit to be a caterpillar and be like, I was supposed to hang out with Steve today. I went over to his place and there was just like a weird hangy shell thing. Yeah. Mm, I don't understand that. Wait, what am I doing with my butt right now? What am I, what am I doing with my butt? What does this mean? (laughs) Dad? Dad? It's got to be. Flat, 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 flat. It's got to be. If you're a dad butterfly, you've got to be like, I don't know. It never happened to me. (laughs) I was born looking like this. Well, you must be like super sick or something. I've never seen. (laughs) We got to get to the bug doctor. Or just say like, I'll see you in six years. Uh, I've got to be in this thing for six years. Yeah, you'll probably die in there. Goodbye. That shit's got to be crazy. Wouldn't it be great, uh, like, just the very idea of that, like, if if human beings for the first, like, 30 years looked one way, and then went to sleep for, like, two years, and they woke up, and they were, like, birds, and everybody was just like, yeah, that's normal, that's just how, it, that's but what we, you do. But we have the internet, right? Like, the as, as soon as a, a, a silken thread emerges from the tip of my penis, I can very Web quickly MB. be like, Siri, Siri, what's coming out of my penis? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? She's like, chill, 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 Griffin. Chill, chill, boss hog. Because that's what I told Siri to call me. Chill, boss hog. It's going to be cool. You're cocooning. And pretty soon you're going to come out. And this is what you're going to look like. And I'm going to go, awesome. Calipero's going, got Siri. They don't. They just get up in a tree, silken thread. And that's got to be so scary. Is it possible we're giving the caterpillars too much credit? That maybe like it starts coming out and they just go, okay, I'm down. Like Whatever, fuck it. I guess this is my day now. Uh, Sure. Caterpillars, the, really the most easygoing insect. I'm apparently the Matthew McConaughey of bugs. Yeah, cool. All Whatever. Right, all, right, all right. You know, yesterday I tried uh, I tried an oak leaf for the first time. Today I'm going to be trapped in a weird thing that came out of my butt. Sure, whatever. I listened I listen, I listen to fusion jazz for the first mm-hmm. time. I, I tried Cuban food. I did very hate spicy, it. but I liked very it. Spicy. I did not right. hate it. Mm. So I'm down for the adventure. You know what I mean? Let's just see what happens. Do you think... I've never seen a, like a butterfly come out of a cocoon. Actually, you know what? I think I have seen a video of a butterfly coming out of a cocoon and they fly away. How the fuck does that happen? 
Explain that to me, science, because it's not like you, you you get wrapped up in a cocoon, silk comes out of your butt, you're wrapped up in a cocoon, and then when the silk is done coming out of your butt, a caterpillar book comes out of your butt that says how to fly. <laughs> you want it to be more like Greatest American Hero. Like, without the manual, they're just flying around, slamming into trees. Or just fall. They just fall. Don't you think, t- statistically, there has to have been, like, at least once that a caterpillar went into a cocoon, and then the cocoon opened up, and he was still a caterpillar. And he was just like, ah, damn it. Must be such a bummer when you find out you're a butterfly. You're flying around. That's great. And then you're like, so what do I eat now? It turns out it's still leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I'm almost certain it's, it's like, uh, like, a, like a juice of some sort. The juice of the flower. Know, they, eat, they eat like pollen and dung and tree sap and rotting fruit. And human beings. Other butterflies. We don't know anything about bugs or anything i guess even bugologists are like butterflies man they're crazy they're crazy i bet there's a entomologist listening to our show got like really excited and then really sad <laughs> i've been waiting for this butterfly <laughs> moment this whole time i thought they, they, were they close. talk about something i care about they had that one episode where they talked about the ashton kutcher film butterfly effect and i thought that was gonna be my moment but very little of that discussion was based on the physiology of butterflies. Here we go. Time to buck up. Oh, I'm dead now. I have a new feature for the show. Okay. I have a new feature I'm bringing to the show. This is a haunted doll watch. Justin texted us at Sorry. two in the morning with this idea that he was so psyched about. Hit I was it. so psyched about haunted doll watch. This is my feature that everybody can hate. Haunted doll watch. Boop, 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 boop. Live for eBay. Just to set this up for you guys, I have a little bit of information about haunted dolls. This is from Miss Lady on eBay. In an article titled, What to Expect from Your Haunted Doll. Hello, this is Miss Lady. Yes, I am a collector of paranormal items. Dolls in particular. (laughs) Oh, Christ. I guess a part of me buys the items for curiosity to see what will happen. Also to hope that there would be some particular activity to convince non-believers in my household that these things exist. For whatever the reason to buy these items, there are some things to consider. I've purchased a few dolls. And notice these items, some things do occur. First, I used to buy my items from individuals who would sell many other haunted items. For most of these, I've noticed no paranormal activity. Well, yeah, because I've encountered exactly zero haunted items in my lifetime. There aren't people that just (laughs) naturally come across 300 that they sell on bulk on Amazon Prime. Be... Be wary of the seller who has hundreds of haunted items. Let's be real. Who could actually acquire all these things? Fuck me. Does that so really what? say that in the next sentence? <laughs> Literally the next The se- fucking singularity has occurred. <laughs> I hate to say it. Uh, uh, say You could purchase a doll and the item wasn't really haunted. Just the item next to it was. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, so, okay. You get a doll, right? <laughs> have a haunted doll mm-hmm. and it turns out that like the desk it was on was haunted the whole time oh, <laughs> the house or, was haunted oh damn it it's, it's wait this is mess. or i hate to say it you purchase the item that is haunted and the spirit eventually leaves yes it has happened to me wait i don't know if wait, it wait. why does she so, yeah. why does she hate to say it like i hate <laughs> to say it Sometimes the spirit leaves. But my whole life is so shitty that a ghost in a doll pops into my house. It's like, what's your seat? What is your, this place sucks. Bye. Oh, Justin, my favorite line in it. 
I like antique dolls because there are more chances of it having actually acquired that energy because it is so old. That's true. Because it bumped up against so many ghosts, I guess. Well, no, I mean, a new new doll, you go to the Build-A-Bear workshop, that is a 100% no haunting guarantee. I would say if you don't want to get a haunted toy for your child, Build-A-Bear workshop is the only game in town where you will get that 100% guarantee because you see the manufacturing process... From from start to finish, there are no ghosts. You you pick the the color, you pick the felt, you, you pick the stuffing, you stuff it. It does no ghosts. depend on whether you put a toy heart or a human heart in it. No, don't do the second one. And yeah. and and the box that says haunted. Do you want this one haunted? We can shoot it with a ghost ray. You check no on that, and you know for sure. But an old mm-hmm. doll, who knows? It's Jumanji, baby. Also, don't check the box that says, "Do you want this doll to become life size when you're not around and take your kid on adventures." Don't do it. It seems like a good idea. It seems at first. like fun, but no. They're going to they're going to teach them about drugs. Justin, I demand you buy a haunted doll and I demand that you start reviewing haunted dolls on YouTube. Haunted doll uh now there okay, I, I have one haunted doll to talk, to talk to you guys about this week. Uh this week's haunted doll and haunted doll watch uh is listed <laughs> under haunted spirits doll caution on EF EMF meter paranormal magic wiccan pagan. I'm looking at a Hitting picture of a doll. The touchstones. With an EMF meter next to it that says caution. Now it's not danger, this creepy porcelain doll, but it is caution. So on there's the EMF meter, a spirit, which of course, measures spirit in there, energy. There's a spirit inside, but it may not try to kill your kids. Is what yeah, you're it saying? It may be cool. I have there just in the description here to talk about uh, this particular spirit doll. Apparently, this question asker is getting a lot of flack about having a a doll. That was a caution on the EMF meter. And this uh, particular uh, haunted doll owner writes, I've been asked about spirit dolls that are listed as danger. Madame Christine never, underlined, adopted a spirit that was demonic. She would never expose her other spirit vessels to that. She had a way of knowing if there were trouble and she would not bring them into her home. All of the dolls, etc., that are sold by me are of the white light and they will never hurt a living soul. Wait. They get along with other spirit children, and if they are labeled danger by Madame Christine's notes, that is because they were little troublemakers of some sort or downright brats. Most of her spirit dolls are safe, but there are a few that were considered caution or danger, but not dangerous. So these are like your your super chill, like totally lax, like uh like haunted doll. Not like your Chuckies. These aren't like serial killers. These are the ones. That, like, maybe they just are going to, like, hang out with you and say, exactly. like, witty things, I guess. Yes. As long as you're of the white light, this 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 child is going to get along with you just fine. And you could buy it now for $125 what? or make a bid at $55. You would be the first. Okay. What scenario we could sp- there be a haunted doll that is not scary? If my Admiral Akbar action figure <laughs> got- Only if he's haunted by Admiral Akbar. Um, if my Admiral Akbar action figure got haunted by anything, I would I would find it amusing, not scary. I would actually love that. You could buy a haunted clown doll right now. I like, can't, no problem. But I won't you buy a haunted clown doll right now for twenty nine dollars. I don't. Looks you, like a sad clown. Evil, that is it a says. steal. By which I mean they are stealing your money. Okay, one super quick. I'm I'm almost done here. Last uh, doll on Haunted Doll Watch this week. Evil Possessed Haunted Demonic Clown Doll Vessel, $29. Buy it now. 12 people are watching it. They're keeping their finger on the pulse. They're like, if this thing doesn't go above 50, I am taking it. 
Evil, pure evil. Me, let me ask. The spirit vessel <laughs> used to be friendly with an Eeyore the donkey-like personality. But one say something changed. I believe a demonic entity killed or overpowered the old spirit oh, or no. took it hostage and now dominates the vessel. I'm too afraid to keep it in the house anymore. The evil spirit told me his name is Ernie. I'm not <laughs> convinced that it's his true name. How is Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. It's his Why name, the plume. <laughs> He says he's Ernie. Maybe it's Ernesto or something. He says he's Ernie Hudson, but I don't believe him. (laughs) I have terrible nightmares of him coming at me with an axe, and it's all Ernie's doing. So, buy it. Do you want this? (laughs) Do you want this? It's $29. It's $20. I'll take $30. It is looking for a soul. You can attempt to ask the spirit questions and desires or wishes by writing a message and putting it in the cavity of the missing foot. It will answer you. Beware. It will want something in return. What is going on? (laughs) And there are 12 people in the world that saw this and said, I'm going to keep an eye on this. Yeah, can't let that one slip away. Can't let this evil doll slip away. Oh, Jesus, please. That's been our holiday. Oh, and you can buy it now if you want to just skip. Just buy it now. You don't need to watch it. Just buy it now. Uh, Justin, you want to read a question? Now that you've spooked, I'm spooked out right now. Don't be spooked. My boyfriend doesn't eat cheese. Not even on his his pizza. He is not lactose intolerant or allergic. He just doesn't eat it. Needless to say, mealtime in our household can be quite difficult. How do I get him in the embrace of the wonderful food that is cheese? That's for cheese, please, in Pittsburgh again. Two Pittsburghians. So, uh, the one thing you don't say, like, is it, is it like a, I, I think the idea of cheese is gross, or is it like, I don't like the taste of cheese? I don't like, what is it that's driving this dude away from cheese? I, I can sympathize here because I'm very... For me, I'm very weird about cheese. I don't eat uncooked cheese. I can't eat raw cheese. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, the fuck? What? You mean like... Non-melted cheese is the only... Cheese has two states, melted and not melted. Or That's milk. That's what I mean. I, not, cooked, I not cooked cheese is milk. No, I mean, I can't cook unmelted. I can't eat unmelted cheese. What a weird hang-up that you have, Justin. It yucks me out. I like it melty and stringy and cheesy, but when I bite into, like, when people eat cheese cubes like mm-hmm. that, I just want to yarts all over it. What goes through your head when you see just, like, a slice of cheese on a plate? I'd like to it's drink just, that. <laughs> That's what goes through his head. I, I want that, but more drinkable. <laughs> if only it was less al dente. Oh. Yeah, it's it's too al dente. I, like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just something about the texture of unmelted cheese that just grosses me out. I don't. I can't get down with it. And if he feels that way about universal cheese, I'm. I. I. am sympathizing. I can't sit here and throw shade. Is it maybe something where Sydney needs to like hide some in like pieces of bread until you get used <laughs> to the idea of it? Maybe put some in like applesauce for you. Give me. This. Why is it so cold and not melted? That's my thing about it. Because so. it's cheese. It's Justin. cheese, Justin. This is this is what I I'll say. Maybe you just let your your boyfriend listen to my plight because I am like lactose intolerant. I eat cheese and like that's my night. I plan my nights around like <laughs> I want to get my cheese on, but that I'm, I'm that means I'm gonna be definitely clear my schedule. <laughs> but I'm sleeping in the guest bedroom tonight. I talked about this with my friends last night and they laughed at me. But I thought it was actually a pretty clever piece of. Um, 
that just a real stroke of genius, a real master stroke, where if I do eat something like um, my wife's delicious turkey chili, and like I know that I'm gonna have just farts all night, um, then I'll sleep in the guest bedroom. I'll just sleep in the guest bedroom, and that way I don't keep her up. I don't have to worry about the things that I do. It's like my little my little chamber of secrets. When I accidentally, I still try to keep that mystery alive after some ten years of of being together. When I accidentally toot in front of my wife, I just kind of freeze like a like like a, a a wild animal who's been caught in. Hell. Oh yeah, I no, I get freeze that. And hope that she didn't notice, or more accurately, isn't going to draw attention to it. That's what yeah. I do when my wife um, accidentally sees me eating anything. I oh, stop yeah. like mid bite <laughs> until she looks away. She must not know. She must she the the information of what I look like when I eat must be kept from her because yeah. I want her to continue to love me and be attracted. And to you me. do it so quickly. You really need like one of those uh, high speed cameras to capture mm-hmm. Travis actually eating anything. Exactly. Um, what I'm saying though is that when I eat cheese, I'm making a tremendous personal sacrifice to get that good good cheese taste in my mouth. Um. And the fact that your boyfriend doesn't have my um, dietary weakness and still chooses to squander the gift that God gave him of a normal stomach, it makes me sick. It makes me as sick as a, a, a healthy hunk of Gouda would. You, 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 you sicken me, sir. One good way would be to like make a, a, a soup, you know, like a soup with some shredded cheese in it and then mix it all up. I, she's in it. I don't, even know. Justin. I don't think that she just needs to trick him. In like, like she needs to get him to take a bite of cheese, and then from that point on, he must always eat cheese. Yeah, I think well, that's a matter of like she wants to just but eat. Maybe cheese. if you did it that way, it's like you ease him into the cheese. Like you just had secret cheese, Can and we, now maybe it's time for you to come I, out of the, it's come out of the cold. I will say there is something to that because for a long time, <laughs> Teresa wouldn't eat eggs. So it's like, oh, eggs are disgusting. I do not like eggs. And then I just kept making them for breakfast, like for myself. And eventually she was like running late. She's like, okay, let me, you know, make me an egg. And now like we eat eggs all the time. Like she just kind of like became inoculated to the thing she did not like. That was a really good story. Thank you. (laughs) I like, I like the part in the middle. (laughs) Where she started to like eggs again. The 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 rising action. She says, no, it stops here. (laughs) Let's go to Lenny's number. Brothers, guess what's on my balls? (laughs) Travis, you first. Guess what's on my balls? Man, I hope it's underpants. (laughs) It's underpants, but what kind? Griffin for three bonus points. What's on my balls? More like boners points. Okay. Thank you, Travis. You've been eliminated from the game. Fair Griffin, enough. what's on my balls? I want to be, can I be eliminated from the podcast? <laughs> can I go Can I go be on a different podcast for a while? Well, you're both out of time, unfortunately. The answer was me undies. I just need a break. An official sponsor from my brother, my brother, me, that is on my balls, but also my butt. I need some space, and I want you to respect this space that I've requested. Like the I, space between your balls and butt that MeUndies is also Don't on. call me. I will call you when I tell you that I'm ready to jump back in. MeUndies is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear. Uh, I thought that was a lie until I started wearing them, and now I can't wear anything else, and I don't have enough pairs for that to be hygienic, 
But I keep I keep it on because I'm a man of principle. This is a grungy else. episode so far. Grungiest episode yet. <laughs> it's a little raunchy, I think. They're really, really comfortable. I, uh, I, my, uh, my wife Sydney just got because uh, they're advertising on Subbins as well. Our, our medical history podcast. She uh, is, has tried the uh, the ladies' underwear too. She was crazy about them. They're insanely comfortable. They're uh, they're environmentally friendly too. They use sustainable materials uh, from the Austrian Alps, no less. That which uses a uh, a CO two neutral process with a low carbon footprint. Um, they are a great deal too for the quality. Uh, this kind of quality would normally cost you twice as much uh, as me undies, but there's no retail middleman. They go directly from the underwear makers to your butt. I've seen some people ask, is it, it yes, it's more expensive than a 90 pack of, of underpants that you buy at like fucking Costco. Yeah, it's going to cost you more. But listen, it's 2015, it's 2015, and, and, and it's time for you to, to invest in the things that really matter. And sometimes, I, this is sometimes one of those you think things. about something that's more expensive and you don't see the increase, like the quality increase. This you do, hands down. I would pay twice as much as I. I do literally, for when they're the, when my meundies are at the top of the underwear stack, I get a little bit excited. I get I get kind of peppy. I like this is gonna be a good day. Mm. I'm gonna ride in style. So you can get these even cheaper though than they normally are. Steal them from Justin. Steal them from me. Go to meundies.com slash my brother, and you're gonna get twenty percent off your first order. And also free shipping. The, again, twenty percent off. They're guaranteed you're gonna like them, or your first pair is free. Put them on your butt. Uh, go to meundies.com slash whatever. Guys, before we move on to the next sponsor, will this be the time that we get our first advertiser complaint? Will this be? I feel like we're we keep pushing it, and we haven't hit that wall yet. We've never had an advertiser. Think I want you to know, Justin, all I can picture home. is as we're doing it, there's like a MeUndies executive behind the glass in our recording booth, and he's got like a cigar bit down in his teeth, and he's just thumbs up. I can thumbs up. Ah, yeah, put them yeah. on your balls. Yeah, I love it. The balls talk. Love I love it. the That's balls. Great. Uh, boys, keep, boys, keep talking about your balls. It's golden. <laughs> it's golden. Radio. That's good radio, baby. <laughs> balls stuff. This is a- Brad, we're proud to be associated. You're getting with. this right. You're getting this. You're getting. You're rolling right. This. this is not just. A, you're not just checking <laughs> the testing the levels out, are you? They're talking about their balls, and you're missing it, Henry. You're missing it. This is art. You're leaving money art. on the table. They're talking about their goose. Oh, the ones that something about boners. <laughs> this is primo stuff. He just gets his wallet out and starts throwing hundreds at Can us. Can we turn this into an audio billboard? Is that a thing? <laughs> Can we invent those for this moment? It's just this man standing on a billboard yelling, Guys, they're talking about their gooch! <laughs> You're Somebody missing it! This Somebody is, give me an ice cream van without speakers. I'm going to play this through the speakers and drive around town. This week, Me Undies is sponsored by my brother, my brother, and me. You gotta listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're geniuses, these guys. Did you get to the boners bit? Yes, Dad. Yes, we listened to it. Did you, the, but when he says the boaters, yeah, yeah. Stephen okay. M. Undies, get in here and listen to this episode <laughs> right now, Dad. Dad. Um, That's me, Undies.com slash my brother. We have another well, spot, def- and we're going to take this one. We're going to be very serious about it. Because you know why? Uh, Cooking and why? eating is serious business. Because if you do it wrong, you could, you could 
burn your house down, or you could eat mm-hmm. something yucky. Sure. If you fuck up this process, you could you could be in dire straits, my friends. But that is not going to happen with our next sponsor, Blue Apron. Uh, I'm going to just go off the reservation here, tell you guys about Blue Apron, because I got a box of Blue Apron this week, uh, uh, and it came with three different meals. This is a service where they're going to send the components of three recipes in addition to the, the, the actual recipe card that tells you how to make the thing. Um, and it comes with everything you need to actually cook it. It's all in the box. It's, the meat is refrigerated. Um, it's all like reasonably healthy stuff. Uh, I got three meals this week. Uh, uh, I got a sort of a Mexican casserole, a, a uh, pistachio crusted catfish, mm-hmm. and a uh, this sort of chicken coconut milk stew. Damn. Um, all three of which were absolutely delicious. And it's like cooking, but without all the really boring stuff. And here's the thing: um, like Teresa and I received the same stuff. I for nine ninety nine a meal, right? You get these meals. They like the Mexican casserole has lasted for like a week. Like there, it's so much food for nine ninety nine. Like for that price, it's a ridiculous, and it's all so good, and like hearty and filling. It's wonderful and relatively low calories. So five hundred to seven hundred calories per serving for like dinner. That, that ain't bad. And brought right to your door. Like, you don't have to, you know, when you want to make a meal and you have to, like, hunt through the supermarket to find all the different ingredients. And, like, sometimes you just need, like, a teaspoon of salt and you got to buy a whole thing. Like, no, this takes out all of that shit. Comes right to your door. And it's everything you need. I'm trying to eat healthier in the new year. And a big, uh, a big hiccup for that is ordering food or eating out because you're always going to eat a lot more calories mm-hmm. than you think uh, when, when you're eating out. And this just takes off the hardest part, which is when do I find time to go to the store to buy the ingredients and everything? This, it's all done for you. You just get to do the fun part, which is cooking it and also eating it. And right now, if you go to blueapron.com slash my brother, you'll get two free meals. Like, that's an amazing deal. Like, two free meals. Why aren't you already doing this and checking it out? Yeah, check it out. Uh, send us pictures of what you cook so I can get hungry. And eat it and come to your house and steal your food. That's uh, blueapron.com slash my brother. Blueapron.com slash my brother. I have a message for Mr. Dan Bailey Yavandit. You guys think I crushed that last name? Or Yes, I do. I think you did. Mr. Dan Bailey Yavandit or Yavandite? Second time wasn't as good. Uh, and it's from Frankenkitty who says... Hey, DBY, thank you, Frank and Kitty, for that kindness. Uh, hey, DBY, remember that time you and I repeatedly tripped that feeble-minded blue dragon until it died? It was like a D&D schoolboy. Happy birthday. All right. Is this a drugs thing? <laughs> Is this a drugs thing? I'm tripping on that feeble-minded blue dragon. That could be like a strain of Kush. Like, they get pretty clever with those names. Maybe what it's like ropey vapor. It's a ropey blue strain, and we're gonna call it feeble-minded blue dragon. Smoke it. Happy birthday. Smoke it, toke it, roll it up and poke it, baby. Hey, roll it up and uh, what now? Roll it up and poke happy, it. This is a primo strain. Thank you this, very much. Happy birthday, DBY. Happy birthday. Primo happy message is for Pat. Did I use that correctly? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's from uh, the primo Alex. Yeah. Still Are you making here? fun of me? 
No, not at all. Happy two-year anniversary to my ruggedly handsome, super-duper strong, incredibly intelligent boyfriend, Pat. You are the only person who makes me laugh more than the macro. I don't like that. What the fuck? And that is how I know I love you. I hope this embarrasses you just the right amount. Love house. Not too much, not too little, just the right amount. Just the right amount. I feel... Do you really have to get on our show and throw around your money to insult us? I would like to see Pat come here and talk about butts and boners and taints and pizza. Hey, Pat, why don't you come into our house and talk that shit? Pat, you bringing the heat? Because we'll step. We'll step. We'll go outside and we'll make jokes at each other until one of us falls down. I hope the next episode has a, a sponsored message where somebody just sends us a list of people that they think are funnier than <laughs> we are. Like, I hope the next episode is you guys and Pat, and this, I'm out. This message is from Jake, and it was sent in by David, and it says, All the Wayans brothers... <laughs> That's it? That's it. <laughs> They're the only... That's it. Oh, and, and, and fucking Pat, apparently. <laughs> Mr. Joke Time Pat. But if yeah, it's Pat Oswald, then yes. Yeah, that's fine. Happy anniversary. Or Patrick Duffy? <laughs> Patrick Duffy? There's a lot Duff of... Patrick's Duff. funnier than us. A lot of Patrick's funnier than us. Oh, well. Win some, you lose some. Happy anniversary, Alex and Pat. Hey, this is Pop Rocket. We're your source for all pop culture information. It's an intellectual and incredibly snark-filled discussion about pop culture by five cranky Hollywood 30-somethings. No name-calling, no rudeness, just straight talk and a lot of role-play. I'm only 30-something for another year. Me too. And I don't (laughs) tell anybody I'm 30-something. Pop Rocket comes out every week from MaximumFun.org. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Uh, Yes, I guess. I guess I do. Sorry. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Drew Davenport, the best, the best, the best around. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They got suspended. They did a bad word. Um, when they existed, when they lived, and let's honor their memory by talking about their question and answering it, providing them some relief. They asked, Paul, who is the sexiest green guy? Because mm. I am bored. Check this fucking dope answer out. And this is their own answer. Enzo Matrix from Reboot for me. <gasps> Size hunky. You open to men as well. Well, Wait, yeah. Are you, you can't. You I can't. Hope- right, just try and fucking bar me from this conversation. They have to mean the adult Enzo, right? Not like little kid. This is Enzo when he goes off into the. Oh yeah, when he gets whatever, lost right? in the internet and he comes back and he looks fucking awesome. He looks like solid snake, but green and fucking hunky as fuck. The first right? person that getting lost in the internet has ever helped ever. Yeah. <laughs> he got lost in the internet and got real fit. I think he lost an eye though, which is like, yeah, that'll happen. I think he did, and now I'm really mad at myself because I cannot remember. What the main dude in in uh, in Reboot was named. I think his name was Jeff Reboot. <laughs> Jeff Reboot. Mm-hmm. Jeff Reboot. Well, time for a Google break. <laughs> Bob. 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 Of course. Bob. That's a fucking good answer. It, it is very rare that game recognized game on Yahoo answers. But game recognized... I, I, God, I wish I knew this person's name. I wish they had not been... Suspended. Cause what that, about Roger a, Klotz? That's pretty good. Because there was He's also a bad a, boy, but you could tell he had a good heart and a fucking smoking body. Mm-hmm. In the later years, there was like a Doug, the the new class, mm-hmm. um, but it was the same class. They were just older, so kind of a dumb name for the show. But Klotz is looking good. He was doing lots of fucking reps at the gym, and his body looked really good. Yeah, 
I'm trying to think of other green people. Shrek. Uh, uh, I know he's not everybody's style, but like he's really funny. Like he's made me laugh a lot harder than I uh, put him on the list above. I think even the but way not a not a top notch butt. No, the butt's not great. It's just because it's not rendered especially well. Great work, DreamWorks. Um, but I will say that the stink would be bad because he's a swamp monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, is the Jolly Green Giant out? Like, maybe if you're into Vore, it's a pretty sweet way to go. What are you fucking talking about? Start over. The Jolly Green Giant. I got that part. I heard the name, Travis. Is he out? How does he Vore? He doesn't walk around because fucking... he's giant. He's giant, and he eats people for eating his children. You understand... Ho, ho, ho. You ate my children. Now I'll eat you. That's not what he does. I think I remember that commercial, Griffin. <laughs> Also, if you knew anything about Vore, if you ever fucking, I listen, oh God, I listen to Bunker Buddies all the time. You've never listened to a single fucking episode of Big Gulp, or else you'd understand. I can't find it. Or else you'd understand, I've sent you the fucking deep web links. You would understand that when a giant swallows something, like a giant, giant, like Gulliver's Travels swallows like a person, it's not good Vore because you don't get like squished down in there. It needs to be like a little bit bigger than a human swallowing a human and they get like bulked up and you can see the fucking impressions of their body inside the body. You don't know fuck. I don't want to talk anything. about four anymore. Uh, what? Repeat the question. Let's start. Let's take it back to the beginning because I want a concrete answer. Poll. Who's the sexiest green guy? Are there answers? Are there? Any yeah, the answers? Jolly Green Giant is on here, but apparently you struck him from the list because he walks around fucking murdering people by <laughs> swallowing them and, and dissolving them big. in his giant green stomach acid. He's too big. I can't imagine making love to him, for he is far too large. Can I hit you guys with this? Yeah. How does Gumby grab you? Gumby's, Ooh. yeah. Because you can do with, whatever flexible. you want, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's a solid answer. I put him in top five. His body's not, like, great. He's a little bit better than Shrek, I guess. But you could mold some six-pack onto him. That's what I'm saying. Or just carve it in. He's just, he's just like, rubber. I don't think he'd love that. Um, the Incredible Hulk is on uh, the list. He got angry mm, issues. He yeah. doesn't have a good personality. Are we talking about like who who do you want to just like make love to, or like who could you see yourself with? It's sexiest, yeah. so I think it's just like an erotic thing. Okay, then I'll give you a Hulk, especially like newer Hulk. Uh, that old Hulk had a very like square face. I wasn't uh, into that. Eric Ban I've Eric Bana, Ruffalo Buffalo, or uh -huh. um, Ed Norton. Uh, Bix, it's Bixbo. It's Ruffalo Buffalo. Uh, see, I go Bixbo. He's got that rugged 1970s sexuality that really get, works for me. Oh, well, that's a good point. Or Ferrig Ferrigno. Yeah, Ferrigno. Well, you could Ferrigno, you could yeah. fucking yeah. bounce a dime off Ferrigno. God damn. Any I part bet. of him. He does not like it, but you can do Quit it. Quit throwing dimes at Lou Ferrigno. It confuses him. I bet that the Grinch post conversion would be a very giving lover. Oh, he's got so much to give, you know, and he's very, he's a little bit shy because he's never really done this before. Listen, it ain't, his heart wasn't the only thing that grew three sides. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Also, that. his hoopiness. <laughs> I'm not even sure that was funny. <laughs> Let's just say I've got a 39 and a half foot pole that I would touch him with. <laughs> This is a dumb, this is a dumb, dumb, dumb podcast. Uh, one of these motherfuckers said Captain Planet. Stop. Stop. He's blue. He's blue, you dumb idiot.
He's kind of like an aquamarine. He's like a teal. Yeah, maybe if you had like a busted old shitty television that couldn't get colors right, idiot. Are there any green women? All, the, all, all these are dudes. Oh, the green M&M. Ding dong. The bit is dead. <laughs> <laughs> what times are acceptable for text messaging a friend or family member? This is a good question. Yeah, well, it is. It's an. Imp- I would say it's an important question for this well, this trio I of people. Think of calling someone during traditional sleepy hours. I find myself sending text messages regardless of the time of day or night. No one complains, but wonder if I should restrict my texting at the same hours. I restrict my non-emergency phone calls. That's from terrible texter in. That's Minnesota. You stupid dummy. Minnesota. What? Okay. Let me start off by asking this. What are the approved hours for phone calls? Is it like nine to nine? Okay, so I think I think uh if you don't know the person before nine o'clock is okay. I think if it's a family member before eleven o'clock is okay. What That's are you what are you, I'm you in bed PM? This is my fault. Yeah. This is my fault. My anger issues towards the two of you, mostly Justin, because Travis, you're way behind us now. Um I'm in bed at 10:30. I'm in bed at I am I'm at bed at 10:30 because I I need nine hours to be trying to sleep because I can usually only squeeze about eight good ones out of it. Out of a nine-hour block, I usually lose an hour to tossing and turning and pee breaks. And trying um, to remember words to songs. Yep, that's what always gets me. Justin, when you text me after 11 to tell me. That you're really into haunted dolls now. <laughs> but Griffin, that couldn't wait till morning. That's information you need to know now in order to complete I, your night's sleep. I would have sent it to you another time, but I was drunk then. <laughs> wait, so Griffin, do you not silence your cell phone when I you do, go to bed? I, Travis, the... Okay, I, okay, that wakes okay me up. hold on one second. I sent that text to you at 12.05 local. On a Saturday, yep. which is 11.05 p.m. on a Saturday night mm-hmm. for you. How old are you? I'm serious. I'm 27 years old. That doesn't change what my fucking body wants and what my body needs, which is nine hours of sleep. 11 o'clock to get, on a Saturday? I had also been drinking all day, especially hard after my goddamn Packers shit the bed. Put two good turds right there in the bed. Good work, Packers. Good work, Bostick. Great job, Packers. Super Bowl worthy football team. No, it was Sunday, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? Sa- what was I doing Saturday? I have apparently going to bed before fucking uh, uh, the news, like a pet paw. I wake up at seven in the morning, regardless of what day it is, and I start working because I I'm on that Malcolm Gladwell outlier shit. Try and get 10,000 hours in of a few activities before I shuffle off this mortal coil. And in order to do that, I get a jump start because that's when my brain is fucking firing, firing on all cylinders. You text me at 11.05. My next day is all about that text. Don't. You also didn't respond to the text until like 1.50 the next day. Yeah, because I was he needed to. He needed to take in the information and really mull it over I needed to before stop, texting back. I needed to stop hating you. And it took me 13 hours to get there. <laughs> I just th- I, okay, fine. So, I will also say that Travis is the worst. Well, I'm Travis- three hours behind you guys, and I'm still getting used to the, the fact that if can't... I text you at nine, it's midnight your time. Yeah, but you uh, get incensed also- when we text you when it's seven o'clock your time. Well, because that's yeah. my time. You know what I mean? Like that affects me negatively, not Dad the other way is also around. Very 
Dad is also very bad. Dad, it, of all dad. the three of us, Dad doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> dad will text you at four o'clock in the morning to ask you if you remember who that guy was on that one episode of Doctor Who. I could be on. Dad? I could be on stage on inauguration day, being sworn in as president, and Dad's like, "Hey, yo, what's up? You watch Arrow?" Like, no, I don't. I never watched Arrow. He at least he's gotten better because he used to just text like call me ASAP and then you'd call him and go, What was that? Movie? What's ha- what happened? Who's what? dead? Yo, did you watch Arrow? <laughs> he at least not I, just text the question. Arrow last is- night was sick. Our dad has has done morning shifts in radio for like three decades. So he it, it always wakes up at about four, four thirty. So by like six thirty AM, Dad's day is in full swing. <laughs> Uh, for and and for Travis, that's three thirty in the fucking morning. Yep. For me, it is still six thirty, which is still crazy. Just like I, I look forward to the day when the text message just appears in my dream, and it's just like we have to get away from these zombies. Also, who was that guy in Doctor Who? Asks your dad. Just, just I, I just play it safe. After ten a.m. Pacific time, so after one p.m. Eastern time, to like. 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Those are if the texting you, hours. You get eight and a half hours to get your texts off, so make them fucking count. Because afterwards, If anybody dead- listening can make iPhone or make apps, make an app that automatically, you set the time when it starts and stops, it just like holds all incoming text messages and phone calls until it ends. I think they You're have welcome. that. I think they have that, though. I think they have uh, do not disturb times, but it only passes through if they like text 911 or something like that. But I'll still get a 911 text about Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to our uh, comedy advice podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We hope you've had a lot of fun here today. I hope you learned something. I hope you grew as a person. Uh, a few little housekeeping things. We put our um, live shows on sale on. Friday, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Friday at noon, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, they sold out. Two of the shows have sold out. Our our Chicago show has sold out. It sold out in about six minutes, so don't feel bad if you didn't get tickets. Um, it, we are trying to figure out a way to like get some more tickets available because we know there's a lot of people in Chicago that want to come. So we're trying to do something to us. Uh, to alleviate that problem for you. Uh, but you should keep it uh, tuned to our Twitter and our Facebook. If we do come up with some sort of solution for this we're, issue, we're being we broad. try to we're, give you as so much heads up we're, as possible. We're being broad because we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. If we had something to announce, I swear we would. We, I, I, it sucks. Like We're going to figure something out. It's just we don't know what it is yet. So please stay tuned. And I'll say this. If we do something, figure something out before we record again, before we can like announce it on on the show. um, If you bought tickets to one of the shows and we managed to like get extra tickets on sale in Chicago, please, if you already have tickets to another show, please don't buy them. I know that's shitty to ask you not to like support us or whatever, but like the idea of us doing shows this year and trying to do like a bunch of live shows all across the country this year is that like we want to get out and see people that we haven't seen before or that we haven't seen like since 2008 or something so please like that was before we did the podcast but you know what i mean please please like just just stick stick to the one i think 
and I and that's Griffin's perspective. My perspective is I don't give a shit, man. That money still spends no matter okay. what. Okay, well, we long. do want to say thank you to everyone in Chicago. Like that's a ridiculous. That's like, fucking insane. Of support. Yeah, and and seeing everybody go, please, I must see the show. Do something. We are listening and we are trying. We're trying. Really, you know. We're trying to do something. Um. Listen to the other Max Fun shows. We each have, I mean, we, we have some extra ones. If you like to listen to our dumb voices, Travis has Bunker Buddies, that he does with Andy. Uh, Justin has Sawbones, that he does with Sydney. We all do The Adventure Zone with our dad. Episode five for that dropped last week. Um, did we tweet, by the way, that this episode was going to be a day late because of the holiday? No, I, I think they'll figure it out. Yeah, I hope so. When it so. comes up. No one's complained about it yet, so I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that may, they must realize that with it being a holiday here in the U.S., um, Okay. Well, there's a lot of really good Max Fun shows to go listen to. There's a new one, new one Pop Rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show uh, about all things pop cultural. Uh, you can find that on Maximum Fun. It's really funny. I listened to the, the pilot really episode last that, week. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Um, I also uh, I did a guest spot on a non-Max Fun podcast uh, called The K-Ole with Kurt Brownholer. K-O-H-L-E uh, is on The Nerdist. And it's a multi-format po- uh, podcast where sometimes they talk about their pets and sometimes they, they talk about boats. But on this episode, it was uh, a format called Get Lost, where he blindfolded me and drove me through L.A. and took me to like a really cool location and, and interviewed me on the way there. You, uh, It's coming out the same day that this comes out, so go check that out. Uh, I'll post a link to it on Twitter and in the Facebook group. You uh, you like listen to that show and like research it and shit before you agreed to get kidnapped, right? Correct. I'm, I, I actually am a really huge fan of the show, and I was really happy to be on it, so... If you're looking for a show to listen to, uh, The Kale, it's really great. Is that it? Uh, send in some questions, please, to the sh- for the live shows that we're doing in Los Angeles and San Francisco. If you're going to be at either of those sh- shows, uh, we're doing L.A. Uh, February 6th and San Francisco February 7th. I think they might be both sold out. Are there still tickets available for Sketchfest? No, they're both sold out. Uh, they're both sold out. Sold out. Um, sorry, this is sorry, the guys. first time we'll ever do like back-to-back days of shows, really. So we need a bunch of questions. So yeah. just send us all the good questions you can. Um, if you're going to the L.A. show, uh, we kind of have to do a change of plans. Justin, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, so we were uh, supposed to have Sawbones opening that show. And uh, Sawbones is, of course, me and uh, my wife, Sydney, but is also uh, in some ways uh, my baby, uh, who we did a little bit of traveling uh, during the Christmas holidays, and she did not do so hot with it. Uh, apparently, babies are really into routine and stuff. So... As a result, uh, we're going to have to, Sawbones is going to have to bow out of the uh, the shows in, in L.A., or the show in L.A. Um, so that is, that bums us out heavily, and we are very sorry, but. That doesn't mean but, we're, you're going to get less, less podcasts. There will, let's, let's see, how can we be vague about this? There will be two podcasts there. We, Mabim Bam will be one right? of them. The other podcast, special, special guest surprise podcast. Um, premiere, premiere. A, a world premiere episode. Well, a live show premiere of uh, of a special guest podcast uh, that you will only get to catch if you're in LA. Yes. So uh, we're very excited to be partnering up with them. Um, it's a, I think it's a, a relationship that we've been building for a long time, and uh, I think you're. And, and we're sorry about Sawbones. I know that's hard to swallow. But uh, I think that this this new edition is, is going to be great too. So yeah. we also uh, want to say thanks again to MeUndies for supporting the podcast. Uh, go to MeUndies.com/slash/my brother and get twenty percent off your first order. Uh, and 
uh, right now, you'll get free shipping. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, also, thanks again to Blue Apron, who makes cooking at home easy. You can get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash mybrother. Go yummy down. Also, big thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. They won't send you free food or cheap undies, but they will give you good, good tunes. Oh, before I forget, if, oh, you've shit. Been wanting, if you've been wanting to listen to uh, The Adventure Zone, but you don't have iTunes or you can't find it anywhere, um, we made videos of all five episodes so far and put them on our YouTube channel. So go to youtube.com slash mbmbam, and all five episodes are there. You can listen to them or share them with friends. We also have like a ton of uh, fun videos there, including like animated shorts that Tyler Crowley did for us, and they're incredible. Uh, so go check those out and subscribe to our YouTube. And if you're not already, become a subscriber on iTunes and rate and review and all that stuff. And we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, this f- oh, one more question. Yeah, I thought, thought we'd just like do the thing that we've done 234 times already. Okay. It's finally Yahoo was sent in by Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. All Drew episode. Been a while. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user Brie, Bella, and Nick who asks, a shared account, they can't be trusted individually with the responsibility of handling their own accounts. There's a dual account. Bree and Nick ask, question about the TV show Small Wonder. Was Vicky a doll with someone doing her voice, or was she a real human? (gasps) I'm Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. She was a haunted doll. Haunted doll watch. It's the best new bit. Oh, my brother, my brother. We catch it every Monday. I'm Griffin McRoy. Whether my brother may kiss your dad, square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, buddies. I'm Travis McRoy. And I'm Andy Bolt. And we're the host of Bunker Buddies. We're a podcast where we're amateur survivalists and we talk about things like the apocalypse. And we talk about zombies and preparedness. What are you going to wear when it's the apocalypse? And you have no idea if you don't listen to our show. It comes out every Wednesdays on MaximumFun.org and on iTunes. Sometimes we try weird foods or we talk about where to camp or how to avoid getting eaten or any of these things. Yeah, so listen to us because it might just save your life. We'll see you in the bunker.